0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
1: Plus. Hello and welcome to episode 243 of the 77 Club. Harry, who is in his car in a car park, has the social media platforms that you will need to follow us.
2: <laughs> yes, it's the Wolf 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram, at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter. And yeah, just to, you know, I'm sat in a pub car park because my Wi-Fi is awful. So I'm borrowing a pub's Wi-Fi for this week and it seems to be going well. So
1: might be the future, this. <laughs> uh, Dan Bayliss is here. Hello. Uh, he's not in a cup, cup, cup car park. Uh, neither am I. Uh, Harry, we were in the pub for the game thinking we'd absolutely take a draw here. a uh, couple of changes to the starting 11. Uh, when we saw it, which was, um, Belgard and Gomez coming in for Sasha and Tommy Doyle. Um, Spurs pretty depleted. You'd have to say, and, and probably a very, very good time to play them. Um, I think pretty much all of the players that we said would, um, potentially be out on the podcast last week, uh, that came to, into fruition, um, but it wasn't the best of starts. Oh God, when,
2: well, yeah, uh, after that goal went in, mate, I was just sat there and I kind of just sighed and thought, yeah, this could be a really bad one. Although they had loads of players missing, like you said, and I was just thinking, yeah, that's it. Look, like It was just so easy for them to get down the line, good bit of play and a goal, but I'm sure we'll get into more detail, but from that point onwards, we were the better team the whole game. Um, the shots prove it. I think they had more possession on the stats at full time, but yeah, actually, we had way more shots. We looked at the more likely, although until the very end, obviously, with the, the drama. We, I couldn't really see us scoring weirdly. We kept trying and trying and trying. We were missing, like, Neto, uh, his bit of magic. I thought Belgard struggled a little bit, him coming in. But yeah, terrible, terrible start. like The, the disaster, the character was starting to show under O'Neill prevailed at the end, thankfully.
1: Um, Danny, it was a very, very emotional day. I mean, it was for me anyway, because I think it was a tear in my eyes uh, in the car. I listening just to by buy <laughs> did you? <laughs> <laughs> Take a leaf out of your dad's book. Um, in the car, I listened to BBC WM. Um, really good package leading up to the 11 o'clock um, silence, obviously, for Remembrance Day. And I thought the whole celebration, I suppose, and the whole remembrance around uh, the stadium and... Um, you know, I thought it was perfectly done, uh, very, very well done, uh, in fact. So I think it, that sort of set the tone for the atmosphere a little bit because I thought Molyneux was was rocking. Yeah, I think whenever we do things like Remembrance Day or any
3: other sort of Remembrance thing at Wolves, we always do it impeccably well. Mm. I think that a lot, of, a lot of clubs could take note of how real football fans do it or so-called real football fans don't do it. Um, but yeah, absolutely superb. And then I... I think it just built well didn't it and Wolves got more and more into the game it it was a bit of a strange one that we just sort of got sucker punched so early Mm -hmm. we then had to come into it and I think what Harry said is absolutely spot on there's there's clearly this now belief or mentality within the side that they want to play for each other and that's something that probably has been missing I think we haven't been able to notice that. that's probably why so much flax come out from it and I'm quite happy to eat some humble pie because I think the way Wolves are now going about their business is superb to watch because they care. And that's what we asked for, really, isn't it? A team that wants to fight for the people that turn up every week and want to watch them play football and want them to win and want them to succeed. Easy for me so um It was great. I, it's a shame. It's great because it came so late, but that could have been a totally different game of football. You know, Huang's chance. I thought you should have mm. buried that really and we had a couple of other nice bits of play that never led to a, a great chance. Um, but all, all in all, that's a perfect football game, isn't it? Yeah. To play so well and just snatch it at the death.
1: And Harry, Dan has mentioned in there uh, one South Korean, which is obviously Yi uh, Chan, and the other one was uh, Sung Hoon Min uh, of Tottenham. It seemed to be the, um, the two players that a lot of people were talking about pre-game, and I think it was the first time where I've seen so many South Koreans um, that has obviously poured in to see their uh, their countrymen play. And I don't think either of them were really on form. They they, they were. Fairly quiet. I mean, Dan said, obviously, Wang's chance, you you put your house on him, especially this season, burying that. uh, And, you know, I think it was 1-0 at the time, wasn't it? So you're just thinking, oh my God, I think I turned to you and said, we could probably play until Christmas and we won't score in this game. (laughs) uh, And how wrong I was. Yeah, well, the
2: South Korean. I mean, we were we went to the pub before the game, didn't we? And we stood outside near the Wolverhampton train station, and it felt like every fourth person was South Korean. Yeah. So you know the the effect that Son and Huang have on the, that country is absolutely incredible. I think more Son, to be honest. Um, and I know there's a lot of them spread around the ground, and sent a lot of them after by the mega store. When we went to the North Bank Bar, but. As you said, they were they were very quiet on that day, so uh, that was wasn't really the main main narrative to come out of it. But yeah, as you mentioned about the scoring, I said I said when I first started talking, I'm so glad those last ten minutes happened because I thought we were going to be very frustrated talking on this podcast about what could have been.
3: Don't think Son's scored against us, has he? Well, he has. It might be a consolation. A good, a good he's question. never he's never turned up against the Wolves. That's a good shout. Actually, I've have to look, into it. Have to look um, into it, but. I don't remember. I've been to a lot of Wolves Tottenham games, obviously being down in London. I don't remember him ever setting the world on fire against us. I think he's a great player, but he's always been quite against Wolves.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, and I thought he, he was a little bit of a bitch, to be honest, uh, rolling around, feigning injury. Uh, didn't really think much of him <laughs> at all. Um, but there you go. Take Harry Kane out of the side. And uh, this, that's what happens, I suppose. Um, Bayless, uh, Bel, Belgard is starting to, to, I think, grow into the team. I think he's a. Becoming a very, very viable option now. Um, I think when we first saw what he could do, which was against Liverpool, we thought, actually, I think there might be a player in there. He was, I would say, unfortunate, a bit hot headed against Luton. And obviously he's had to work his way back into the side, but he is combative, competitive. And uh, looks to be a, a decent player, and seems to they just seem to be complementing each other at the moment. Um, right through eight, Nori thought was brilliant, um, and then then Kilman and Dawson were, were pretty solid at the back as well.
3: I think we're starting to strike that nice balance, aren't we, of maturity and raw talent, which we had with the sort of Matino Neves style thing. Not saying that they're at that level yet, but having that youth and experience with the flair and then that calm head, it, it's working well. I'd I'd like to see us put it together as a full performance against the team around us because I think we could absolutely hammer someone soon. Um, That's cool. You've just put up the stat about Son. So yeah, there you go. 11 games against Wolves. Hasn't scored one.
1: It's a pretty impressive stat considering, um, you know, how many he does score. And he's he's usually there or thereabouts when it comes to golden boot territory, doesn't it? Um, I'm going to try and cross over to Harry here. He's gone a little bit blurry in his car, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) Uh, let's talk about the drama Harry because I mean when uh, Pablo Sarabia came on I think we both looked at each other and went well that's done then um, how wrong we were
2: yeah uh, I hope you can hear me um, oh god yeah when he come on we just all groaned didn't we we was like there's no chance he's going to do anything and what transpired can only be uh, explained as a minor miracle the touch and the volley I, I, I was just in shock once it went in just one of the best goals this season from Wolves and probably for a while in the Premier League, to be honest. Um, absolutely magical. And then to top it off, for him to get that assist as well. Perfect pass-through for Lamina. And Lamina getting two goals in a two at home. But yeah, Sarabia, fair play to him he has been dog-awful, hasn't he, really? Apart from a few performances since he's come in, he's been very underwhelming. He's on a lot of money. But that technique—that was like watching me at that charity game. That touch and finish,
1: <laughs> the goalkeeper.
3: Um, <laughs> you have to say when you see things like that, you realise how much better professional sports people are than just normal people having to kick about and or playing. So two-year-olds <laughs> who get absolutely but, battered every week. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I just mean, it's, it's like... I just
3: mean in general, like to do something like that is unreal. The first touch
1: was. Oh sublime. I mean even in slow motion it it looks so difficult and and how he's pulled it off you know under pressure from the defender tight angle um yeah just incredible and you know i, I think if you just squinted your eyes and looked at it he reminded me very much of Jota and the way that he used to play quite tenacious um a very very similar build um obviously a lot older though um but yeah And I've got to say a shout out Bayliss as well to Cunha because I thought he was pretty vacant uh, through the game. But obviously that defence splitting pass was, you know, something Mm. where you can get away with it, can't you, as as an attacking player that, you know, you have that one moment of brilliance and it can bring you right back into the game. But when it's a goalkeeper, you know, we we usually having to go at them. Most definitely.
3: I don't know whether that's where he intended that pass to go, but he'll take it as the assist all day long because it it looks brilliant. But the run... The run was fantastic. He never stopped. He picked his angle. So wherever that ball was coming in, he could have done something with it. Sort of thing. He he split, the run split the defence in half, not the ball. The the run was unreal. And the, the whole thing, I, I can't remember the last time Wolf scored a goal of that absolute top of the league quality. If that was Man City, Gary Level would have had to change his pants. Like, Goal, oh, Gary Lineker. Sorry, Gary Neville probably would have gone told said it was crap, but it, 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 it was just so good to watch.
1: No, I actually agree. can't
3: put it into words. I can't put it into words how good Wolves' goal was, and that's literally our job.
1: I want to um, <laughs> share with you now um, something that Talk Sport had put together, uh, which is for Jamie O'Hara's show. Uh, Can Tottenham win the league? Why not? Why can't we not win the league? What? Because we're Tottenham and everyone says that we crumble. Why can't we? We can. Why can't we? We can. Why can't we? We can. We can. We
2: can.
1: Little back heel onto Porro. Low cross into the near post. Brennan Johnson is there to score his first Tottenham Hotspur goal, and he scored it inside two and a half minutes away at Molyneux. <laughs> because we're Tottenham and everyone says that we crumble. <laughs> sends it into the centre
0: It yeah. comes to the it crashes
1: it's <laughs> Wolves one Spurs one Saravia is on the hunt he moves to the edge of the area slides it through Lamina is down it has got it it's got it <laughs> stand still inside the technical area 2-1 that's just who we are mate <laughs> Oh, I love it. Anything to see that prick uh, get his come up. My ups, mate. Uh, we love to see Your mate, Harry, of course. Yeah, uh, they don't answer <laughs> your calls anymore, do they? Um, one of your mates, uh, whose dad did you meet in the North Bank bar, Harry? You're getting pulled. Left ah, right. Craig's dad, yes.
2: Yeah, Um, I was walking back to the North Bank bar to walk up to you, actually, Sam, and uh, his dad come over and just said he enjoys the podcast and that. Um, everyone was on a high, weren't they? So we were buzzing, had a bit of a chat. But yeah, Torbay Wolves, man. You, know, you used to live down there, didn't you, Sam? You used to do Indeed. radio down there?
1: Yeah, I had way, in I was essentially a ginger Allen Partridge. And so, yeah, no good, very good times. <laughs> but yeah, uh, one up. thing I will New say about them. the fucking Northbound Bar, though, £7 a pint, excuse me. It's absolutely crazy. outrageous. £7 for a flat worth paying in. Um,
2: worth paying in that, that day, though. But what I will say, sorry, just go back on the game quickly. Um, the corners, obviously the amazing oh. day. We're all on a high. How yeah, many times did we hit the first man? Like, I've got to just mention it because it was getting comical at one point. It it, was joker. it Sarabia? No, who was it? No, who was it taking it from? Balgarde. mate, and nori.
1: Yeah. oh God, frustrating the life Ten. out of me.
2: But yeah, on a hike, and it was great to meet
1: Torbay Wolves legends. Uh, Dan, where does that sort of just before we, we round it off, where does where does that place in a, a performance this season? And I mean, it's so passionate from the fans and from Gary O'Neill, you know. Um I think the club put a short clip on after the game of him in the dressing room and sort of how impressed he was by everybody and enjoy the international break um not quite good enough to play for your country yet but that was a brilliant performance (laughs) it seemed like a little bit of a backhanded compliment but yeah you you know what i mean
3: yeah yeah yeah. um i think as a performance it was seven to eight out of ten it wasn't as good as a man united performance in my opinion but the result was number one yeah i think that's the only way i can sort of piece it together there's no we played well in spells we deserve to win the game but as an overall performance, we probably weren't totally at the races. We should have created and done more. But you know what else was possible. number one?
2: The bloody noise when that second goal went in. My life, some of the videos, watching them back. Oh. We put that one on our YouTube shorts, and it is, it's from filmed from the top of the way end. Jesus, you don't realise how loud it is sometimes, do you? Modern, you can be loud, see, when we want to be. Did you
3: hear <laughs> what the um, our American mate messaged us on the WhatsApp group? And he was like, at the end of the game... When Wolf scored that goal, the American commentator, what did he say? Something like, that's what a real English football stadium sounds like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and Harry's right. I mean, you know, we're obviously euphoric anyway and absolutely begging the referee to blow the whistle when it's in the middle of the park. And then, you know, we just a bit of quick thinking from us and then we're like, oh my God, don't blow the whistle. Don't and it, it, just to, the timing of it was just perfect. Like you couldn't, you can't, if you're a football fan, I don't think there is anything better than that is is to... Concede in the third minute and then win it in the ninety-seventh minute. I, I just don't think there's any better feeling. I don't think it matters who you play either. You know, it could be oh, top totally. of the league, it could be bottom of the league, and like the emotions are just different level. One thing I would say, everyone's praised
3: Sarabia and Lamina for that last goal. The guy that's gone under the radar, it was Doyle's quick thinking. He got the ball down, he looked up, Good and point. he made the pass. Put it mm-hmm. You know what? That is serious talent, to have the ability to read a game like that at that stage of it. You know, some players would have gone, God, I'm knackered after nearly 100 minutes of football. Let's, you know, I mean, got draw
2: here. Yeah, Bailey, you've got to give him the players credit for being that quick. And Gary O'Neill on the first goal. He got, picked the ball up quick, didn't he, and give it to Toti Gomez? Yeah, he did. To quickly yeah, throw it yeah. to Cunha. So that just, to, the, just to have that much urgency still right at the end, even though we've equalised as well. Yeah, shout out. And I thought, um I know we've already mentioned Son. I thought Dawson was really good against Son as well. He did a job on Haaland the other week. Now he's done a job on Son. Two are arguably the best goal scorers in the Premier League. So just unbelievable, really. The ending. We've had
1: some dramatic times at Monogna, you' not But that's right up there. Oh, hundred percent. Definitely. Um I mean the four three Leicester with would- uh, un- under Nuno, yeah, um, that Man United in the cup still my favourite game ever. Man yes, yeah, so, yeah, a great game. Um, I mean, Leicester was last minute as well, wasn't it? So that sort of yeah. similar vibes, but um, but yeah, definitely uh, right up there. And I think the, the way that it panned out, I think it's a it was more exciting than the City win, but I think the City win is bigger overall. Um, okay, let's move on. Um, well, actually, before we move on, Bayless, I think you. You've you found that um, there were some shirts from the Sheffield United and the yeah. Tottenham games are, are going up for auction, I think. Yeah, it might have come up on quite a few
3: people's Twitter feeds because it came up with like a, you know, you get the promoted ones every now and again.
1: Mm-hmm. But essentially the Royal
3: British Legion get all the shirts from the get- Remembrance Games with the poppy on. Players sign them and they go on for auction. Uh, bear me a second, I'll try. It's match worn shirts is the website you need, and then you'll see there's a link to it. But <laughs> the Lamina and Sarabia shirts are already over fourteen hundred quid and there's ten Can't days wow. to go on the auction. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's great, I mean, Hopefully that raises some good, good amount of money.
3: Fantastic idea and all for a great cause. Um you can pick up, you know, some of the players that didn't get on the pitch but were issued a shirt, they've signed them. They're a couple hundred quid at the moment. So if you want a Christmas treat for someone and got a bit too much money burning a hole in your pocket, they are available.
2: <laughs> just um, um, before we move I'm on, Harry. Sam, sorry. Should, we forgot to mention about Gary O'Neill, didn't we, with his post-match dressing room team talk? No, I did mention
1: it. He probably missed that a little bit. But, but yeah, well, oh, what sorry,
2: yeah. yeah, I just love the fact how humble he was saying, like, obviously I couldn't have done that. He was a decent player, wasn't he, in the Premier League, but... Is a way he said, oh, I can't do that, lads. I just thought he was really good. And God, like Jack said the other week, his turnaround in terms of just his profile, going on Monday Night Football and just the way he's been, obviously results, it's skyrocketing. We've gone from calling him a PE teacher to be absolutely buzzing off him, haven't we? Let's be honest. What? It's just an incredible turnaround.
1: Now, I don't think I ever called him a PE teacher. Uh, and me and Bayless P. did. I Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right did. <there. laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point, Harry, because he, he has more Premier League appearances than Wolves, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> sure. So, um, you know, that's obviously something to think about. He, he was around for a long time. And, um, you, you know, know his hands are Yeah, his hands, he needs a bit of media training. He needs He needs to do the thumb trick. Put, him, put your thumbs together like that and hold them there. Um, But that would be my advice to to Gary O'Neill. Let's talk about England very, very quickly. Um, It it seems, Bayless, that everybody is pulling out of the England squad uh, left, right and centre at the moment. It it feels like we might get called up very soon. Um, Do you think we are far off uh, a Wolves player representing England? Um, Probably are at the moment, to be honest, unless Kilman sort of
3: has an absolute storm in the rest of the season and does a couple of injuries. Um, I can't see it too much. I mean... They can drop out of these couple of games. I mean, literally, Friday night, Dave has a party as in goal for Malta. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's going to be like our charity game versus England. So it doesn't matter. Um, if I was Bellingham, I'd have a
1: week off. Well, yeah, so, I mean, he's pulled out, isn't he? So, um, so yeah. I, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because obviously we have already qualified. So the games really don't mean anything. Um, it would be nice to... Make the Italians stay at home for the second tournament in a row, though. It, I, know, I know it's really arrogant to sort of say, you know, it's a it's a joke game, it's a joke game, but they
3: they are never they aren't, but they are. These these teams are nowhere near the standard needed to compete at the level. So, if anything, if Southgate's got anything about him, he will mix it up and give those fringe players a proper go. You know, see if Colpana can do more than score penalties and give the two lads from Palace a bit more of a game. You know, I I think Maguire, Henderson, if he keeps with that old trick, the fans are going to lose patience with him really quickly when we lose to a half decent side. So, this is his chance to actually get some people back on
1: side and give players a a game. That's it, isn't it? I think, I think, um, Southgate will always be measured, Harry, on the fact of what happened when we played a half-decent side, and, and uh, 10 times out of 10, um, we've lost <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. in a major final. But you know, we can't take it for granted because we've had golden generations before, we've hosted tournaments oh. before, and we, we've never got anywhere near uh, the final two. So it's almost a case of be careful what you wish for. But would you like to be, see him being a bit more pragmatic of trying to change a game? And, you know, if you go one nil up, what do you do rather than sit back?
2: I don't mean to be a party pooper, but looking at the two teams we play playing, I had a quick look earlier and I completely forgot who it is, but I have zero z- interest in watching any of the two games. So <laughs> we're going to win both of them with ease. It don't matter who we play. And it's a load of bollocks. We just had an amazing game against Spurs. I'm absolutely gutted it's the international break and uh, it's a waste of time. That's my opinion on England. So sorry, I can't provide a bit more stuff about it but yeah i'm really disappointed it's the international break
3: i think we should answer trevor's question
1: get it up so. club
2: or country oh my god
1: miss trevor which one oh okay one one club or country Oof. ah i always say club and then we got to the final of the euros and oh, it was country and i was like Imagine being a man. I'd rather. You don't have to pick. I'd
2: rather Wolves win the League Cup than England win the World Cups. No, the, what? Cup. the League, of no. course, oh, the sword. League. You mad? I don't give a shit about England, really. Harry, nah, Weird. Harry.
1: When obviously Chicago when they're Square. in it and the
2: beer's flowing, I'm buzzing. Oh. But it Wolves all day by <laughs> a mile. I am. I'm actually shocked.
1: <laughs> Elite. I mean FA Cup. Yeah, I can. I can. Hold sure.
2: on, hold on, I'll go one further. I'd rather Wolves qualify for the Europa League than England win the World Cup. That can't There's be right. No, that is one hundred percent. I'd take a lie detector test. That is he wants it clipped percent, up. He
1: wants it clipped up for no, social No, it's media. just true. He's it for
2: clip. Unless you're a United fan or Man City these days, you're country over club. But apart from that, everyone else is club over country, in my opinion. Very,
1: very interesting debate. We'd I love don't... to um I think we've got Peter to carry it on. From everybody else. Um, what they think of that? I think that's sure. Yeah. I, I uh, Tre- was Trevis always says club club all the right? way. James, the World Cup is the best. Um, yes, Trevi have started something. I'd rather see Wolves win a Champions League than England win a World Cup. Agree. Oh, I yeah. agree with that. I think Champions <laughs> League,
3: absolutely. Yeah, League and God. I'd rather see. I'd rather see Wolves win the Premier League. But being realistic, having Trafalgar, I was in Trafalgar Square for the Germany game when we beat them, and then I went to the semi against Denmark, and that was unreal. When Kane scored that winner, I reckon yeah. I ended up in a different
2: tier. <laughs> <laughs> he was in tears. I can't, yeah, that, that game was mad. Absolutely. Would you rather England beat Argentina 5-0, or
1: Scotland 5-0, or Wolves beat West Brom 5-0? Wolves beat West Brom 5-0. Well, there you go. I'd like, to, I'd like to beat West Brom 5-1. Well, that would be <laughs> yeah, true. So they can't can't use it anymore because they can't use the five and the yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk very quickly about uh, Fulham because that will be the next game, and we won't have a podcast next week because of the international break. Um, Harry Dawson, I believe, is suspended after picking up um, his fifth yellow card. So one change is going to have to be made. Uh, Raúl got his first goal for Fulham against Villa last time out, but. Uh, the third one on the list is uh, the one that, in my eyes, got away, which was Polinia, is out for Fulham.
2: Yeah, Dawson's going to be a big miss. Um, you assume it'd be Bueno coming, wouldn't it? Santi Bueno? We haven't seen him since Ipswich. Um, unless he puts Totty centre-back and goes to a four... Um, and then put another midfielder in. But it's going to be a big miss without Dawson. Uh, Polina being injured for Fulham's goods. Raul scored, didn't he? <laughs> um, so it would be interesting to see if he's involved. But yeah, it's a bit of way away yet, but it'd be nice to pick up our points and uh, continue the run going. As I said, it's just a shame it's the international break.
1: Um, Bayless, what change would you make? Do you think Santi Bueno or are you looking at a back four potentially?
3: it's a bit of a tough one Fulham on on a terrible run of form I've I've chatted to a Fulham fan recently and he thinks they're awful so I think we've got to have a go at them I think you've got to play a bueno and and gamble on it Dawson gives so much to the side doesn't he but I think Santi's got to get his go who else do we put in there we can't have a small centre back I think we've tried that once before and got caught out pretty badly Johnny
1: Johnny (laughs) Johnny So just no way. I think um Harry from what what we've heard of of Johnny so far is that uh, Gary O'Neill has been fairly impressed with his professionalism. Um he's made the bench obviously at the weekend. Um Santi Bueno didn't um couple of uh comments saying uh, Santi Bueno looked terrible against Ipswich. Um but so did Doyle and almost everyone else, so can we really judge him? Um what are you thinking? Uh, like I know you've said Santi Bueno but do you think there is room for Johnny?
2: No. No. Johnny's
1: knees are about not as much
2: use as the chocolate ashtray so he's finished <laughs> isn't he? Like, he's coming in the League Cup and that's about it. He, he's fair play. He's only sticking around because he's on good wages let's be honest. He's been a great servant for us but he's just not good enough anymore so I'd rather see Santi Bueno come in I know he went on the bench, but I think that's way more likely. Why sign him if you're not going to use him in this situation? Someone's put Hodge, but put Lamina cover at centre-back. No chance. He was man of the match against uh, Spurs, and he got us the winner. I want him further up the pitch. Keep scoring. Yeah. I don't want Lamina dropping back. Yeah, keep Lamina in the middle. He's our main man at the moment. So, on Lamina, by the way, is he one of our best signings in years? He come in last year. I know they Dawson as well. But he literally pretty much saved us when he came in in January under Lapetegui. And now he's like one of our vital players and he first name on the team sheet. Absolutely. I think,
1: I think pound for pound, money wise, he is he has to be up there with one of the best signings. I think Martinho falls into that category at a similar price, wasn't it? Five million pounds. Um but yeah, I completely agree. Uh, him and Dawson. It just makes you laugh though, because you know, you can you can go and scout properly and, and look at players. I mean, I don't know if people can see. Uh, the Wolves calendar on the wall in the background um, but for the month of November it is uh, Guedes and Muscara so um, the calendar people are very good at picking players that are still there by the end of the year Muscara um, M- will probably come back when he but, um, but obviously he'd be probably a good option to have um, but he's been getting some experience I thought uh,
2: I thought Sarabia was going to be the next Guedes so
1: I'm glad he's uh, <laughs> done that touch and volley because he might have in that, a yeah, life in, in, in that 10 minutes of magic <laughs> yeah um, just just before we um, we move on to a score prediction, Bayless, I think you got some better odds. Just if uh, people want to have a flutter at the weekend for for England, did you have those? Yeah, good good luck finding any value anywhere. I'll just no, roll. I'll,
3: I'll roll you off three scorecasts. Utter waste of time. <laughs> to score first. England four nil, eighteen to one. Oh God! Ollie, I'm sure. Ollie Watkins to score first. England six nil, eighteen to one. Wow. Kieran Trippier score first, 3 0 England, 90 to 1. So we have to score the rest less of five goals. Case.
1: Well, yeah. What's the draw? Find me the draw. I'll give you I massive mean, I'll, I'll give you, you, 100. Odds. I'll give you 100, getting, 100 to 1 for the draw. 100. Excellent. OK, I'll stick a five on that. There you go. Uh, the recording is binding. Um, <laughs> now, I I saw this story and I thought it was strange. Um, just before we go on to a quiz. Um, Andros Townsend says he is making little 1% efforts to try to prolong his career, including eating chicken feet for dinner. Uh, The 32-year-old left Everton in the summer, joined the Hatters in October on a short-term deal. That's Luton. He missed the end of the 21-22 campaign and the whole of the 22-23 season with a serious knee injury. Now, he says he's been eating chicken feet because there's lots of collagen in them. So it tastes exactly like a chicken wing. But it is low on meat, and it has a lot of cartilage close to the bone. It's got skin around it. It's very nice. In China, China, South Africa, and in Portugal, it is eaten quite commonly. It's 20 minutes in the steam oven, and get it down you. Now, has anyone ever had a chicken feet? I mean, Bailey, you have been to China and probably eaten some strange things. Uh, yeah, weirdly. I didn't eat the feet, though. I, so I got served the dish
3: that had... <laughs> All of the chicken there if that makes sense. Uh <laughs> all of it. All of the like literally all of the From the toes to the pecker.
1: And 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 his, <laughs> and his and head. Um <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, but I could I couldn't do it. Um
2: Yeah. Is it like a bush took a trial that eating chicken feet? That's like no, rancid, I, think, isn't it? I
3: think in a lot of cultures it's pretty commonplace food. I, I just haven't tried it myself. I'd be open to it. I'd pretty much eat anything, so
1: I I'll, uh, I'll oh, I'm, I'm quite fussy, so you know, I mean, Harry, Something. we go out for an Indian with Harry, and he literally orders a portion of chips. I've never seen anything like. And about <laughs> nine, nine cobras. Um, <laughs> the snakes. So I thought, well, let let <laughs> yeah, let's put together or we'll try and put together um a chicken eleven because I mean we haven't done a stupid <laughs> eleven for I, I, it feels like years since we did the last stupid eleven. Um, Baylis, I wanna I wanna start off with a manager if we can. Um, can you think of a, a chicken themed manager from? I, I'm guessing it's you, so it's probably going to be back in the day. Can you think of one? Have I, have I got to do this. You have to do it. Read what I've
3: written. <laughs> Major Frank Cluckley.
1: Major like, Frank
3: Cluckley, and everyone tired. has turned off the podcast.
1: <laughs> well, the other one I have was Bill Bill Shankly, as in uh, yeah, lay an egg. Um, Harry, who we got in goal, please. I've got a couple of goalkeepers. Um, Oh, my! Oh, I was going to
2: try and make up one. Oh, for God's sake, Sam. Rui
1: yolk Oh, my life. Rui Patricioque. That is... Wayne inspired. Hennessy. Love it. Bird Williams. Bird Williams for the older listeners. This is terrible. Um,
3: How old?
1: The, these aren't... Yeah, no, you're pretty old. Um, some of these aren't Wolves players, um, but I think Leander Pendonka, Chicken Pendonka, I mean, come on.
3: Beakery Sacco is a disgrace. Beakery
1: yeah. Sacco is.
3: <laughs> Get out.
1: Tommy Boyle. Tommy, <laughs> 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 haven't it.
3: I just can't oh. think. Of
1: Harry, Harry, Cornish. I can't think of any. I'm really trying to think.
2: I can't think of any.
1: I've been thinking about it for a for while. Michael about Fightley. Fight. Chicken Thigh, Clee, Michael Fightley. Fightley. Fightley.
3: The, only, the only one you've got that's salvageable as a half decent pun is Fernando's Torres. <laughs> Fernando Torres and Robbie Fowler up front
1: and that, we is move our, on now. that is our chicken 11 and we haven't done uh, what's the comment saying anything no it's difficult oh You're I did have a shit one for, give up Adama a Traore haven't that uh, no? that's
2: alright but talking of Traore someone did say what's happened to him I ain't got a clue has he played for Fulham yet
1: I don't know He he's out injured for ages but I think I think he has played one or two games um, I think but I
2: can't. I don't even. I ain't even. Yeah, I ain't seen. And uh, it's just quickly. Yeah, someone's mentioned about we got invited to that premiere for that LA Wolves. I haven't watched it of any of you two yet on YouTube. Uh, uh, That documentary the Wolves have just released. Apparently, it's quite good. But I will watch that. I did see someone mention that in the comments. Sorry, I forget it now. But we got invited to the premiere,
1: but none of us could go, unfortunately. But apparently, it's amazing. Uh, Excellent. Um, Hodge in the comment says uh, Danny Wings. (laughs) That's brilliant. That's better than all yours, sir. All right, all right, uh, battery, battery, <laughs> Sacco. That's inspired. Like it, because um, I, I, had battery, Sanya, but um, he's kept that's it weird. wolf. So we'll, we'll give him a point for that. Uh, Rui Patricia Oak, I think, is is genius. No, um, Danny Wings has nailed it. Danny, <laughs> that is amazing. Autumn <laughs> <laughs> Winger, no. Autumn Wingy. Oh yeah. God, oh, hard hard. Find,
3: find us at a game because that's worth a pint. That's absolutely brilliant. <laughs>
1: Oh Oh, dear Uh, Right, uh, Bayliss has a quiz Which will I imagine be just as entertaining
3: Well funnily enough You've mentioned some of the people that come up in this quiz
1: Oh, a little bit of a clue
3: there So I've tried to do one that's relatively easy But not a giveaway One Mm -hmm. that's slightly more difficult And then a really tough one To show you the strength and depth Of the Wolverhampton Wanderers quiz book 1877-2022-23 edition Available at all good bookstores and some bad ones, too. Um, Harry, you can go first. Okay. I'll read the question. There's going to be four options, as always. Let's go. Who it. did Who did Dave Jones take over from as Wolves' manager? Was it Graham Taylor, Mark McGee, Glenn Hoddle, or Colin Lee?
2: Oh, that's really hard. Glenn Hoddle was after... Ah, uh, Colin Lee, I think.
3: Very good, Harry.
2: Yeah. Sam. Kluxsabia, Cluxbier. <laughs> sorry, that's awful. Go on, carry on with Sorry. Yeah. Sam. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry. In
3: 1995, Wolves broke their transfer record, signing which defender for 1.85 million pounds. Kevin Muscat, Lee Naylor, Dean Richards, or Jolion Lescott? Uh, it's Kevin Muscat, isn't it? No. Is it Dean not? Re- Dean Richards. was a big sign.
0: Oh.
3: Yeah. Maybe a bit early for Muscat, actually. Harry, question number two. Yep. I um, mentioned his name earlier. Um but what was the nickname of the goalkeeper Bert Williams? Was it the cat, oh. Bertie, the stick man, or
2: Willie? Uh, so can I say it again?
3: So was it the, the cat? options again? Sorry. So yeah, the cat, Bertie, the stick man, or Willie.
2: Oh, I don't know. Uh, the cat.
3: Yeah. Very good. Cheers, Martin, in the comments. Yeah, I knew you was cheating. Sam, I reckon you'll get this one. I reckon you'll get this one. Slightly harder. Which Which Wolves defender holds the record for the most appearances for the club with 609? Andy Thompson, Derek Parkin, John McHale or Jeff Palmer? Uh, B. Correct, Derek Parkin.
2: Wow, well done.
3: One all, one to go. These are absolute stinkers. Here we go. Harry, Wolves' record away win happened in September 1955. The score finished 9-1 to Wolves. Who was it against? Chelsea, Cardiff, Derby or West Ham?
1: I'll go Chelsea. Chelsea. I think it is Chelsea, Ooh. you know. Is it's it not? Car- it's Cardiff.
3: Oh, oh. Sam to win it. Oh, this is a good question as well. It's really hard, but it's a good question. Wolves won ninety-five games under Nuno, but how many games did he manage in total? One hundred ninety games. We won ninety-five games under Nuno. But how many did he manage in total? You've got to give it like a ballpark. Oh, there we go. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 195, 199, 204 or
1: 217. I think his win rate was around... I'd say it's around 35-40%, I would say. Because obviously a lot of championship wins in there. So I'm going to go... For what was it? One hundred and seventy something. One hundred and ninety-five.
3: One hundred and ninety-nine. Two hundred and four,
1: or two hundred and seventeen. Uh, two seventeen. One hundred and ninety-nine. Is it? Oh God! Just before his uh, game. Notes. Still with
2: the? But it did. Do I remember two hundred of game notes? They must have been on about it before he got sacked. Wow
1: incredible all the books wrong brilliant
2: all the books wrong
1: which was my we are maybe in the bad bookshop um oh, excellent yeah. okay um i have to, harry down is winning that um cheers so well done to oh you're quite right i do well, apologize well to, i said to well win well it to yeah. you did well yeah. done harry we won't hold Thank it against you. you um harry from his car has won the quiz but i think the real winner is chicken football we can all agree. Um, please do tweet at Dan Bayliss1 if you have any uh, other ideas for what might <laughs> make the chicken 11 just. I don't think that actually Bayless is my Twitter. With your, with your content. Then <laughs> there's only one Daniel Bayliss. Um, we'll say goodbye from the car park of the pub where Harry is. Uh,
2: to yeah, I'm just going to sign off by saying if Carlsberg did Saturdays, Wolves winning last minute, a few beers at the pub, and watching the Grand Slammer Darts don't get any better. <laughs>
1: See everyone. You did see the darts, actually. What were the darts like? Because we saw people oh. queuing for the, the, the bus.
2: <laughs> there, I've got to say, it's the first time I've ever sure. been, and it was incredible. Obviously, I fell asleep in the taxi on the way home, so that's a sign of a good night, isn't it? Yeah, there's an afternoon session, an evening session, loads of fancy dress. Couldn't wear your Wolves top in there, though. Oh. They was were banning at, people. Wolverhampton Civic, was it? It was at the WV, whatever it's called. It's by the training ground, like a bit out of the way. Let's catch an Uber there. Oh, yeah. Massive, big arena. But it was brilliant, honestly. The Ali Pali one must be incredible because that one there was good enough. Did nearly get my head kicked in though because I stood up and accidentally spilt my beer on top of this massive bloke's mrs. head by accident and he was ready to kill me. But I survived, thankfully. Then I walked down and stayed away from him for a bit until the roid rage calmed down. And then, uh, yeah, we survived. Probably, Sam, yeah, because I'm a bit of a mess when I drink. Yeah, we (laughs) moved. your
1: words, not mine. Uh, Speaking of which, it's goodbye from Dan Bayless. Goodbye. And it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye.